I'm trying to be a parent, but I gotta run an errand. I promise when I'm back, I'ma feed my kid a carrot. Damn, this stuff is tough, man. I thought it was inherent. I'm trying to be a parent. I'm trying to be a parent. Sometimes you gotta drink, cause that shit can be kind of stressful. Sometimes you hit the blunt, cause that green will help you rest, yo. You know your ass be slacking when you gotta look up things on YouTube. Like, bro, how you wipe your baby boo-boo? Now welcome to the podcast. Trying to parent and make moms laugh. Who you know got it like the King's family. Amanda and Sean, it's the name G. Yeah. Now welcome to the podcast. Trying to parent and make pops laugh. Who you know got it like the King's family. Amanda and Sean, it's the name G. Yeah. <laughs> Episode 15. Here we go. Welcome back. Another one. Yeah, so welcome back, baby. We actually have some video. Yeah, you'll probably just see little clippets of this because uh, we don't have our full setup yet. Um, we're not in our little podcast area. We're just out in the living room of our new place. It looks nice, though. I figured we would uh, have a little bit of video. So we'll make it work. Anyways, episode 15, Trying to Parent Podcast. It is... Sunday, February 26th, 26th. <laughs> Sunday, February 2023. So, uh, if you're listening, we appreciate it. And as always, Let's get social. Social. social media. you know, the socials, uh, Facebook and Instagram trying the number two parent all smushed together on YouTube, trying space, the number two space parent. And then our email is trying the number two parent podcast at gmail.com. Feel free to reach out, reach up, reach across, (laughs) reach wherever you want to reach, reach your (laughs) pants, just do something. We'd love to uh, connect. And I know this will be much more involved once we're actually pregnant and we have real questions and concerns, uh, but we would appreciate. I don't know. To any feedback answers? Yeah. If you're loving the show, I mean, uh, the comments, the suggestions, the uh, well, actually they've all just been nice comments. So yeah. Thank you. Everyone. We greatly appreciate that. Yes, definitely. I really appreciate it. Um, I am not the most savvy. So once I realized that there were comments on there and I started to read them, it like almost made me cry. Like super awesome. That's you guys. (laughs) You did that. Good job. (laughs) I cry a lot though. Yeah. (laughs) It's easy to make her cry. So don't feel too special, but also feel special. Yeah. If you want to... Call in some time and ask an actual question and hear yourself on the podcast. It's crazy. Listen closely. 360-450-5008. Definitely call us. Or text. Or call I guess that's the only two things you can do. You can email us, but that's not as cool. Not going to be able to show that on the podcast. You'd have to just screenshot it and put it on the 
Instagram or something. I don't know. But I might delete that portion. <laughs> I don't think that was necessary to say. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so we are in our new place. Yep. It is official. It's official. Super, super exciting. Um, it feels really good in here. It's like three times bigger than the place we were staying at before. <laughs> Seriously. Counter space. I mean, an actual couch. We were sitting on a futon before. Not comfortable at all. I have an actual office. Yeah. Which is nice. I'm not on the dining table. Our dining table is very large, though. It could definitely accommodate my office and a dining table. But yeah. I'm glad it's separate. So if you guys end up coming over and we eat here in our place... It'll be at the dining table. That's not my desk. Because Yay. it's a real one. <laughs> so stoked about that. Did some painting on the walls. Know, hung like, up a bunch of our plants and stuff. Staring at her. As you can see behind me, we put our old uh, I don't even know what you thing call up. This. All the shapes that I made. The What are those? Hexagons, he- hexagons and triangles. And triangles. Of course, I know the triangle one. <laughs> uh, put our plants up. One, two, yeah, it's looking... Looking good. So, very excited about that. You know what I'm not excited about? Is the fact that one of the grocery stores that we go to has the absolute worst fucking shopping carts (laughs) I've ever seen. Gosh, I think you took video of me trying to push one of them. It's so frustrating. I mean, I don't know if we're just freaking retarded. And we don't know how to take like the brakes off the wheels or something because I see other people pushing them and I'm like, yo, I'm fairly strong and I'm really struggling to make this thing go in any sort of direction that I want it to go in. And yet this 67 year old woman over here, not Amanda, I'm talking about somebody else, is pushing the car with no problem. And so I I don't know what it is, but Shadrari, uh, fix your fucking carts. Yeah, you have to push it at like a 45 degree angle. It only goes at an angle. Like, what it. You're, you're trying to go straight, and then it goes, so you have to turn the cart in order for it to go straight. It's, it's unbelievable. Know. Unbelievable. But. Not terrible. They do have some things I like at that grocery store. So it's a love hate relationship. It's the closest one. So. The carts are horrible, though. It's um, at the mall. Yeah, it is at the mall. They have grocery stores inside the malls here. Yeah. I don't know if that's normal. It's kind of unusual. I mean, I don't know a grocery store inside any mall in Arizona. So I wouldn't say that's normal, but no. we're in Mexico. So yeah. we what's normal? Um, what else? Um, so the reason we were waiting to move into this apartment was oh, yes. our internet. Internet. Um, so we finally got the internet hooked up. Well, so our dude, um, Jesus, he's still waiting to hear back from internet number one people. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, uh, they're probably going to, take anywhere between one week to two months so here's another provider what yeah i was like that what kind of fucking time span is that one week to two months so with internet place number one we were going to get 500 megs and then with the place that we have now which so we're in a, we're in a place called selvanova and there's different kotos which are basically like little neighborhoods and apparently numbers five and six don't get internet number one place but they claim that they've had it in this apartment before, so that our dude that's helping us is like fighting back a little bit. So we got this other internet, and we could have had 500 megs. With this one, we're getting 60 for the same price. So I really hope internet number one comes through. 
Yeah. yeah, because I mean, so far, 60 has been doing good. I mean, I've been on Zoom calls and done shit like that, but boy. I've done too much. My office is the farthest one back. 60 versus 500. Yeah, it's for the same price. like Same price. It's, it's like, um, it's 550 pesos a month. So I don't know. That's like 50 bucks or something a month. Yeah, if I'm paying 50 bucks, I want the best of the best. Yeah. Not 60 megs. But... It got us in our place sooner because, again, that's the only reason we were waiting to get in here. <laughs> Never mind. That's $30. $30. Okay. We're complaining about not that much. But Never mind. Now we have internet, so we're, we're pretty cool. I definitely thought it was $50, so that's way cooler that it's only $30. For I feel our, better about that. For internet, yeah. Yep. Luckily. You know what I've noticed out here? And I don't remember if I mentioned this on the last podcast. Remind me if I did. But police drive with their lights on everywhere. I don't know if we talked about it on our drone driving. I, I don't remember. Out here. But, but the police legit just like roll with their lights on. And no one just, no one pulls over. No yeah, one. nobody gets out of the way. They're like, this motherfucker's not going anywhere. <laughs> That's kind of like the boy who cried wolf thing. It's like, well, how do I know when there's an actual issue that, you know. I need to get it over. It needs to be serious and I should move my ass because yeah. your lights are always on. It tightens up your butthole just a little bit. <laughs> Because you're like, oh, man, they coming to get me. But I don't think they give two shits about what we're doing. They're Not like, like we're doing anything. Yeah, they're like, don't be on the phone and drive. And it's all good. Yep. It's definitely a rule here. You can have a passenger drinking, but you can't be texting. Yes. As the driver. Um, what I did want to talk about is things. This fucking dog barking yeah. in the background. So now that we're in these places, much like we were before, it's like apartment style homes and some people just like some people's kids some people's fucking animals don't behave well no and you know things echo through here so we'll see how that goes but we're at the end of one of them so it's not a huge deal yeah yeah luckily although the people across from us very active. There's a lot of people coming in and out of there. Yeah, I'm not sure if they're running like some little sex thing. <laughs> I or don't know. What? Because this dude knocked on our door last night when we were in here cooking. He's like, in Spanish, hey, my phone's dead. I can't get a hold of the people across the hall. Can He was knocking on the door and they were answering. Can I charge my phone? And I'm like, what? What? Yeah. So he like went around knocking and and Sean was drilling. So it was like 8.15 at night. So I was like, oh, fuck, someone's complaining. Like maybe the neighbors can hear it. But no, it was some dude. So we have our phone charged. It was eight something on a Saturday night. Get the fuck out of here. I wasn't concerned about upsetting anybody because it was too late. These people fucking party here. Yeah, I don't know. But anyways, I'm he's an like, old white lady. So. Yeah. He's like, you know. Uh, my phone's dead. I can't get a hold of the people in this place I'm trying to get into. But that's like the fifth peop- fifth person I, I've seen related to that apartment. So different, I don't know yeah, what they're doing. Yeah, just different people. Anyways. Luckily, there's a married couple that sh- we share a wall with on the side. I don't know anything about those. We lent him one of our 10-foot cords because Amanda's like, well, can he come inside and charge his phone? Like, no, he's not fucking coming inside. Yeah, I was like, what do I, like, what do, cooking, I do? Dinner, do? Do I just grab his shit? phone? And I'm like, grab his phone. And I'm like, you know what? Better idea. Plug our plug in here and we'll run the 10 foot extension cord out to him and he could stand there and yeah. figure it out himself. But it was weird. I don't know what they're doing over there, but it's uh, it's probably not good. <laughs> so 
we'll let you guys know how that plays out. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, the weather has been fantastic. Yeah. Like, I know a bunch of you guys got some real weird shit, shit weather. It's snowing snow. in California. Ice storming up in the Pacific Northwest with snow. Um, here's great. It's, it's been real good. If you guys were concerned. Yeah, it's been uh, the same like every single day. It's nice and cool in the mornings and the evenings. And then we could sit out on our balcony. Do you call it a patio or a balcony? I it's think a it's a balcony. patio. Oh, well, I guess it's large. Know. I don't know. I don't know what the difference is. Might have to look that up. But either way, it's been nice sitting out there, have some coffee, coffee, have a drink at night. It's been pretty good. Pretty good. Can't complain. <laughs> so. Um, we hit our first cenote today, which was pretty awesome. Oh, gosh. Uh, I'll be posting the podcast tomorrow, but you guys will also probably see pictures or videos of that tonight. That was your first time going to one too? No, I've been to oh. a cenote before. I'm sorry. No. It yeah. was my first cenote. But our first cenote. First while being here on this trip. And our first together. If you guys don't know what a cenote is. Essentially, it's what, like a... Like a swimming hole. Yeah, swimming hole. It's a clean water, fresh water swimming hole that's you know, basically comes up from under the ground. Yeah, so it's not stagnant like a lake. It's actually moving. There's fish that come in there, even though it's yeah. inland. Um, and they're everywhere. I mean, they're everywhere out here. Yeah, the, the cenotes are everywhere. There's like thousands of them in the Yucatan. Yeah, there's there. some real, real cool ones. So as you guys follow along with this journey, you will see some of these. They say the Maldives of Mexico is about three hours away from us. So we will be also hitting that. We will be going to that, which it's going to be pretty cool. <laughs> so excited about that. But um, one thing, how do, wait, how was your experience? How'd you like it? Before it we get was into everything else. Yeah, it was really pretty. Um, I didn't really necessarily know what to expect. I know there's some that are more closed in caves and this one was wide open and there was a whole bunch of like different areas. So we got there at like nine, 10 in the morning. Um, I was reading a bunch of reviews and it was saying that like get there before 10 a.m. Cause that's when the crowds come and boy, the reviews were spot on, like spot right, on. At, right at 10 o'clock. It was like tour buses got delivered or whatever. Like everyone just came. It was so busy. We were there with like, five people maybe when we got there it was like yeah. maybe five other people there and then when we left there was like 55 50? people there yeah there were a lot of french people too lots of french yeah but there is a a platform that it was like 15 feet i am afraid of heights so i chickened out and i backed down but sean led the pack oh yeah i love jumping off of high things in the water yeah, I know. That's One your of my like, favorite signature, things to do. <laughs> your signature moves and do it all over the place. Like so chicken. anytime you can find a place to jump into water, I'll be there. <laughs> yep. But, but yeah, Amanda struggles with the heights, so she did not jump. I did the baby one. Thought we were going to uh, coach her up to it. And that's funny enough, something we'll talk about later on the podcast. No, look, he still has a little cough. It was getting better all week. We yeah, I haven't taken the, any medicine. Though. Oh yeah, we got uh, got you the medicine, and then I feel like it 
Maybe it's better because of the medicine. I don't know if you've actually been taking it. But I have not been taking the medicine. That's because I haven't been coughing. Don't those things go hand in hand? Take the medicine until you stop coughing, then stop taking the medicine and continue to stop coughing. <laughs> that's how <laughs> yeah, it works. Definitely. I, think I only took like, I think I took it twice. So, oh. hmm. but Yeah, and then we went, so after the cenote, because we left fairly early because we still had things to do in the house, you know, tomorrow we got to go back. Yeah, we spent a couple hours there. It was you know, a nice little morning. Yeah. And then we stopped to buy some like empanada restaurant that was fucking packed. There was a wait to get in. It was, pa- it yeah. was packed. It was cool. But yeah, it was very chill. They don't give you menus. You just, as you're waiting to get in, you look at the menu up front and yeah. they're like, you sit down and they're like, okay, all right, what, what do you want? want? So that was delicious. Um, I have to learn that menu and what the things are because Still, still very new. Luckily, our dude spoke 10 words of English. <laughs> Enough for it us to order clutch. and figure it out. Yeah, yeah. But so we'll, we'll have to go back there. It was it was pretty good. We took a, a whole bunch home to yeah. eat later today. Bought so. some bananas to uh, eat for later, which we each already had one. So pretty tasty stuff. They were big, too. Yeah. Anything else you want to talk about as far as Mexico before we get into... The meat and potatoes of the podcast. Um, I mean, I ha- I found out some very interesting things about Mexico today, but they are parenting related, so I don't know if you want them now or later. That is a great candy. I used to fuck your teeth up with those. Now I was like, what? No. Yeah, tie that together. See how it there. Um, well, I have two things, so I'll do. A, well, no, they're both parenting related. Okay, one of the things that I thought about today well I've actually thought about this before but in our relationship we don't I feel like we don't have any issues with like I know I used to when I would date other people or whatnot you would be concerned about their phones you're like what's this person doing on their phone or what's in this person's phone should I ever look at this person's phone not something I ever did I never went through anybody's phone but I had exes that went through my phone before. <laughs> and it was just one of those things where you're like, hey, you know, there's probably some old stuff in there or whatnot. Like, it's it's just always one of those things where you're like, huh, there's some places in my phone that I want people going. And now that, you know, been married and all this stuff. And yeah. I don't have anything in my phone. Yeah, I feel like, like once you decide to get married, like. You would think <laughs> you would think people uh, would get rid of the stuff that they had been collecting over the years or things that they don't want other people to see. You would think that, but that is not always the case. Mm. In our case, it is because I don't I mean, not like we go through each other's phones, but we're on each other's phones for things all the time. I'm like, hey, I'm going to send myself this or yeah. this, that or the other thing. Can you pull this up for me? Hey, here's my phone. You know, yeah, like, send me this. Obviously, we have each other's passwords to get in. And you're like, oh, yeah. who was that? Like, text them back and da, 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 da. It's just funny that there is the comfortability level between us, which, again, you should have as a married couple. But I would certainly hope so. I... And you both know that there are plenty of married couples out there that do not have that level of comfortability yeah. with one another. So you would hope so, but we may be uh, out on an island here. Not alone, but out on an island. Yeah. I trust you, baby. I trust you too. What about, um, as we're going to get into this like parenting thing and talk about 
the episode and everything that we watched in the show that we just finished up the other day, mm-hmm. which is, which was fantastic. Um, as a kid living in Arizona, it was a little difficult to do this, but we still definitely did it. Did you walk places often? Um, the only, well, I wouldn't necessarily walk places like to have a destination. I guess the only time I would walk to a place is when I was at my dad's and I would go to the Humane Society, like right outside his neighborhood on mm-hmm. Dobbins right there. But I still don't even know if I walked there. I know we would ride our bike. Um, sorry, Nina, you can't come over here right now. Um, but besides that, like at my mom's, I would just kind of just walk around just to get out of the house. Like my neighbor Kelsey and I would walk, but I didn't really walk anywhere else oh, besides that um my dad and i used to ride our bikes a lot but bikes, I don't bikes. Know that job. But besides that no not not really i know you had mentioned that you would walk to the 7-eleven or circle k to get a slurpee and yeah i don't know if kids do that anymore but we fucking walked everywhere when and we weren't like we lived in gilbert so we weren't fucking like close to anything i don't know if you guys knew that but i grew up in gilbert so Whatever image you had of me being a hard ass <laughs> is not true at all. I grew up in Gilbert, which is, I think, maybe considered one of the whitest places in Arizona. Also safest. So, yeah, but we yeah, walked. I never went to Gilbert. We walked everywhere. Yeah, why would you go to Gilbert? You were a thug. <laughs> you were a hoodlum. My parents thought Chandler Mall was far. Like, I didn't go past Chandler Mall. <laughs> I had to be home by the lights. Yeah. yeah. That's just funny. I just I don't know if... People still do that because fucking people walk everywhere here. I walked to the store yesterday. Yeah. I mean, you just walk here. And I think that speaks to the walkability of a place that you live. Yeah. And Arizona isn't quite a walkable type city, town, whatever, you know, town I go. No, I think I think that's geographical because I know Portland is very walkable. Um, I think my friends in Portland in high school used to walk everywhere. You're talking high school. I'm talking like at latest, obviously in high school, I started driving. I'm talking like junior high before that. We just walk up, like I said, to the gas station. Oh, I want Taco Bell, but parents aren't home and I'm in middle 11 school? years old. Yeah. No, I don't think I we were oh, allowed yeah, to parents walk. definitely didn't trust you. <laughs> That's not. No, I wasn't a troublemaker until sophomore year. What like, happened to you? I don't know. Um, God, no, I don't think I walked to any store that young. I don't even know. I guess it's all situated. Gilbert, I guess, would be okay, but I couldn't imagine doing that now. Even Aotuki. Aotuki wasn't bad. No, no, it wasn't bad, but it's just, it's busy. I don't know. Yeah. Even, I don't know. Well, all right. Just did you guys walk around, listeners? Yeah. Did you guys walk around in in middle school yeah. to the stores and all that stuff? I mean, I feel like you got to really trust your kid. You did, and my parents trusted me way more than your parents trusted you, and we see what the results of that led to. I am awesome. Us being married, yeah. <laughs> I know. Don't know how those two things came together, but anyways, let's yeah. get into. And I can sing high like that. And I can sing high. You like that, Nina? 
She loves when you sing. Do you have a high and a low of the week? Um, I, I do. Okay. All righty, lay them on me. I think you must have just came up with that right now. <laughs> my high is that I actually got my bonus. Yes, yes, that was very appreciated. It was the correct amount, and it came on time. And I've been at this company since June of 2019, and that has never happened. Just this new company, because you were at the same yeah. company before. Yeah, we, we sold. So I've technically been with my company since 2010. Nothing but. like not getting a bonus on time, and nothing like it not being for the amount that it should have been for. Man. <laughs> So this was a, a pleasant surprise. Yeah, definitely. So that was really good. Um, obviously, moving into this apartment is a giant plus. Yes, that would be my high as well. Like going from what I would consider felt like a box. almost living in a closet <laughs> to living in this. This is like a perfect amount of space. Yeah, it's you know, it's kind of like... I don't even know if this is bigger than the Arizona. I think this is smaller than the Arizona. This is smaller than the Arizona house. Remember, you said it was like maybe eleven hundred square feet. Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah, but this—I mean—the rooms are large. Um, It feels very solid. Mm -hmm. Um, The Airbnb just felt like—I don't know—like you could walk and then you could like hear yourself thud 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 thud, and here it's like very solid. Had that limp dick shower. Oh yeah. Which again was just a. a faucet. It was yeah, just no. a faucet head. No shower head. Um, yeah, this is just, it's better. You guys will know when we start posting pictures and everything. It looks nice. Like it's it's a great spot. It's in a great spot. We have all these things that we can kind of walk to pretty, pretty easily. They post up with food trucks right on the corner. Yeah. It's like three minutes away. This place has three pools in it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's got a, a gym. little gym. Some bar that was popping off oh, upstairs yeah. the Friday. other night. So Friday, yeah. Yeah, really, really awesome place. I don't even remember the fucking question. Oh, yeah, it was highs and lows. <laughs> so, yeah, super excited to be in here. And now that we're getting things set up, plants hung, walls painted, all that jazz, it's been it's been nice. We, uh, <laughs> the people that own this, I was telling Amanda, I'm like, message them and ask them if it's okay if we can paint a wall. Or paint some walls. And she's like, okay, okay. So she reaches out and he goes, yeah, you know, it's okay. What what color were you thinking? And he sends like a an emoji of him <laughs> the sweating. N- the nervous like, oh, God, what color are you thinking of? <laughs> and I'm like, don't just send him a like a color swatch of, you know, just what we're thinking. Like look up a picture on Pinterest, internet, whatever, and find an example of it because that better illustrates the vibe of the the vibe of what we're going for. Yeah. And so we sent him that over a picture, what we kind of were shooting for. And he's like, Oh yeah, that's, that's good. That looks good. Go for it. No problem. So it does look good. Yeah. And it really ties in and we'll post pictures soon, but just waiting for my parents to get down here. So we can't spoil it it for them. Yep. Cause we haven't sent them any pictures of anything. Nope. It's It's getting good. It's a surprise. What about your low? Um, my low would be that our TV is busted. The TV is busted. Pretty. And that I can't figure out how to dry our things. That's another low for me. I don't know if 
I need to get it. I don't know if something about being on a drying rack would make anything better. I don't know why the towels are drying differently here. I don't Yeah, if you guys are unfamiliar, <laughs> uh, people don't really have dryers here. They're, people don't really have washers here. Yeah, <laughs> people don't really have washers. That's very true. Um, especially washers that you don't have to fill up with a bucket yourself. Anyways, they don't really have dryers for the most part. So yeah. people hang their clothes and stuff. And we're just trying to figure out the best way to wash your clothes. Because I normally... At least my clothes and stuff, my shirts and whatnot, when we wash them, I hang dry my stuff. Yeah. I don't like it dried because then it shrinks. Yeah, I hang and dry all your shirts if unless I forget and I fuck one up. But we dry other things like the towels and just other things. Sheets and my clothes. And now it's like, hey, how do we, how are we going to do this? <laughs> well, in the Airbnb, I just laid them on the dry rack and they turned out fine. But for some reason, well, I guess I haven't really tried to wash clothes here. Yeah, it's only the towels, but the towels are coming. They're drying very crunchy, and I don't know why. Is that the the washing machine we have can't be worse than the washing machine they have there? Seriously, it literally can't. This one's so. brand new, so I don't know. And I'm using the same detergent. So if you're looking at us later and <laughs> our skin's all scratchy and shit's going wrong, it's because we haven't figured towels. it out yet. <laughs> I don't what the deal is so now they're hanging outside and i have a fan blowing on them i was wondering i was like is that fan on is this bitch just wasting energy (laughs) but then i realized oh you're blowing onto the onto the towels to try and dry them (laughs) i'll see about that yeah my low would be that i didn't have many lows this week but one of my plants that was really happy about our pothos is just not it's taking a turn for the worst. Yeah, it's just not doing well. I can't figure out maybe because we've moved it a couple times and, you know, repotted it. The original soil that we bought from whatever, I think, Shadrari when we went there. No, it was Walmart. Walmart. It was, was it? No, literally it was just like not soil. It was dirt. Yeah, just dry dirt. And then when you pour water in it, it like got <laughs> rock solid around your plants. And I don't know. I think it damaged my poor little, actually he's not little, he was very big. No, it was the OG pothos. Yep, so we got some new plants though, very excited about that. Yeah, we spent some money at Home Depot. Yeah, we did. Had to get some things, some important things. Yeah, plants are are cheap out here though. That's one of the things I wanted to talk about is let's talk about things, we'll do this kind of every week. As we come across items. Things that are cheap. Cheaper than we thought versus things that are not cheaper than we thought. So to start off, plants is one of those oh things. Boy. So we're going which cheaper. Is right up my alley, yeah. cheaper than normal. I mean, we were getting these smaller, you know, nice little plants for three, four bucks. And yeah. Easily plants they, are not cheap at Home Depot. No, easily they could have been twelve, fifteen dollars. Yeah, so, I'll say ten to fifteen. So plants, cheaper. Food. Food. Well, in most cases, there's in, definitely some food that is more expensive. Like if you're buying just chicken breast or certain types of meat, more expensive. But if you're buying like <laughs> chorizo or uh, chicken thighs, chicken thighs, or there's even some fish. I mean, that fish that we got. 
those yeah. couple pieces huge was like like three bucks yeah it was just huge pieces of white fish i don't i need to look at the translation but um yeah, so yeah. certain things like that cheaper um cheese is not cheaper for whatever reason Cheese is definitely... Well, I think it's shredded cheese that might be more expensive. I think block cheese might be cheaper. Really? I shred that shit myself. Because I, I feel like the block cheese is everywhere and the shredded cheese is not. So I think that might be like the fancy. Fancy. Uh, things that are more expensive. Well, okay. So internet's cheaper. Internet, cheaper for sure. Um, we don't have to go through everything. Yeah. But just, I just kind of about that because we talked about it okay more expensive uh furniture <laughs> furniture is way more expensive like tv stands our thought was to come down here and like no we don't want to bring as much as we have uh because we had downsized from washington to arizona and they were like you know what let's downsize again bring even less we definitely should have brought some of the yeah. things that we <clears throat> didn't bring um some of those things being like we had some bowls and silverware yeah. and stuff that i I liked, um, yeah, just a few things like that. And then there's dumb shit that's expensive, like, like trash cans. Trash cans. We yeah, can't find like, a trash can that under thirty dollars. I don't know. Do people pay forty five dollars for trash cans? I'm talking like trash cans in your kitchen and stuff. Like, like not a stainless steel. I'm talking a plastic bin trash. Just can. solid. It's very very strange. And then like a drying dish rack. Like we, I was looking on Amazon Mexico for a spice shelf because we, we only have like, we don't have any cabinet space. We don't really have a pantry in here. So we need to get creative. With we have a couple cabinets, but we use them up for plates, plates and, and stuff. And then we have cabinets down low that we use for pans and all that stuff. No, we have a cabinet below. Oh, no, I guess too. I put the toaster and all that small shit in one of yeah. them. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, things are just way more expensive. Like, and then I was like, okay, well, I'll look at Amazon Mexico. Still fucking expensive. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, Amazon the deal Mexico is. is not Amazon Amazon. Your um, login works to log in, but your Prime does not transfer. But the Amazon Prime in Mexico is only five dollars a month. But you need a Mexican phone number to register, so we haven't done that yet. So, mm-hmm. um, I need to find a way to get a virtual Mexican number. So, good and bad so far. We'll come back next week with another list of things that are expensive or not. Um, I feel like paint was about the same. Yeah. Um, Say paint I was think, about the same. Yeah, I think it was like 700 pesos. 750, 725, something like oh, that. Oh, so paint's actually more expensive. So, a gallon was like $38. Okay, paint's a little bit more expensive. Just a couple bucks. I think normally I was paying like 32 But, um, yeah, there's a lot of things at Home Depot in general that are more expensive. Um, so, yeah. as we go through... We'll find some stuff. Bring your fans down and stuff. Those type of things. Yeah, are I'm so glad that we brought all of our fans. Yep. We'll Ugh. find some cheap stuff, though. As we continue to look, you'll find the deals and all that good stuff. Yeah, I need to figure out who's making making furniture. Yeah. Yeah, some find TV some places things. where you can get some custom stuff. Yeah. That's cheap. Gosh. I can't even imagine paying that much. Okay. But 
So I've got, I've actually have a, a great quote that I came across when I was looking up some of my stuff, reading some articles and whatnot. And it fits in very well with the show that we were watching. <clears throat> Excuse me. And the quote reads, this is about parenting. Um, we have the twin contradictory task of teaching our children two things simultaneously that they are special and unique and that they aren't any better than anyone else. Hmm. And I thought that was a very, very interesting and good quote, but very spot on because isn't that the biggest, one of the biggest like stressor, stressors of raising your kid. You want them to feel like they're special. Yeah, and like and confident in themselves and who they are as a person. But in no way do you want them to think that they're better than other people for any reason. Yeah, like, gosh, wow. That really opens up a whole bucket of like thoughts and emotion and stuff like that. <clears throat> yeah, because you definitely don't want your child to be super entitled and be like, oh, I'm better than everyone. But you also need to make sure they have the, like I said, the confidence in themselves to be able to trust their decisions and know who they are as a person. Mm -hmm. And I mean, same thing, even with like looks like you want your kids to feel confident with the way they look and, you know, who they are that way. Um, but if you have attractive kids, you don't want them to look down on people who are less attractive than them. Or if you have skinny kids, you don't want them to look down on people who are, you know, fat or anything. It's just like we want you to raise you to be confident and comfortable with who you are and feel like you are special and unique, but also realize everybody else is in their own way as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everyone that's probably going to be a challenge to do um, because that sounds like something difficult to navigate. <laughs> probably because it sounds so easy. You're just like, hey, just think you're awesome, but also don't think other people aren't awesome. And everyone else also thinks that they're awesome. So <laughs> respect everyone else and mind your business. <laughs> I think the biggest part of that is getting you to think that you're awesome because I think a lot of people don't think they're awesome for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone is their own works critic. Yeah. For sure. But. I thought that was a pretty nifty <coughs> quote to get us into the parenting stuff. Yeah. And definitely. I've got a. It's time for that super sweet overseas parenting fact of the week. Super sweet overseas parenting fact of the week. So parenting around the world. This is probably one of the crazier ones that we've talked about so far. Um, every year for the past 700 years, babies up to the age of two months are tossed from the roof of a shrine in India to about 30 feet below. No worries, though. They are safely caught and cradled after one bounce by catchers in a soft hammock. Legend has it that the tradition dates to when infant mortality was high and people were looking for any kind of hope. Let's throw our babies off the fucking roofs. What the fuck? A saint advised the people whose children who were, uh, who were dying to show their faith in the Lord by trusting him through this extreme ceremony. 
The ritual became a tradition as an offering to a God who has the power to grant children, uh, the child, a long, healthy, and lucky life. Although the practice is now illegal under India's children's rights law, some village claim that no harm was has ever come to any babies in the years that they have carried on their tradition, and they continue to do so in private. So you didn't want to jump off of a off 15, of a 15 foot, foot. Oh my! And as a baby, Jesus. they're throwing people off 30 foot roofs. <laughs> Now, do you think that builds confidence in heights from a young age? I won't remember that shit. (laughs) I have this weird (laughs) dream of where I'm just falling as a child. I can't pin it to anything. I've never, I never recall falling from any. Your parents just don't say anything. They're just like, I don't know what you're talking about. That's wild. Thirty feet is high. That's so high. I would be. I guess you're catching the baby in like you know, uh, a big sheet or something. I know they said a hammock, but and just you would have like sh- multiple people there to just like, br- like cushion the, the catch. Oh my gosh, dude. But that's that, insane. That's crazy. I don't think I would throw my baby off a roof for no. the Lord. Uh, no. Well, the Lord, I don't think would ask us to do anything. <laughs> it's because the Lord doesn't talk to us. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. Oh, Anyways, so yeah, I thought that was real interesting. Indian. So if we go to India, which I want to do, I want to find one of those towns. I want to throw one of those babies. Oh, I'll ask Sahel. Yeah. And Can I you throw your baby yeah. off the roof? God. If not, what are you doing? Do you know someone that has been thrown off of a roof? Because uh, that would have been about 30, I 35 de- years ago. I, I bet you they were probably thrown off the roof. Maybe. I'll have to ask them. That's crazy. Yep. That's that's pretty bananas. Would you like to do any traditional ceremonies for our children when we have them? Anything special? I don't know what tra- tradition. Uh, I don't either. Can uh, give them a little whiskey or something? <laughs> <laughs> what are we? I am actually Irish, so. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What kind of traditions do you guys have in your families? I mean, like, I know... Uh, maybe not getting thrown off of a roof, yeah. but eh, maybe you know. every time a child is born, is there something that your family does or your culture or... Yeah, I know if you're religious and you're, what, Christian, you get... Baptized. Baptized. I was baptized as a baby. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. I was not baptized. And we see how that turned out for us. Hmm. I- the same, almost. Yep, we're together. <laughs> um, but yeah, besides getting baptized or getting thrown off a roof, uh, anybody else have anything else that they do? Love to know. Um, <clears> that is kind of like uh, an interesting tradition that I read today about Mexico, but it's something called the mal de ojo. So it's the bad eye, and it's. Basically, the bad eye? The bad eye. Mal. That's not talking about butthole, is it? Mal-de-o. That's the brown eye. Sorry, <laughs> not the bad eye. <laughs> Wrong. Could be bad eye. Um, but basically, so what they do is... Well, so this technically stems from uh, Egypt. And there's a whole yep. bunch of different countries so that kind of take this. So Latin America is very big on this. Um, Guadalajara, Mexico... Um, every 
country or every, you know, kind of culture has their own spin on it, but basically it's the same gist. So the, the mal de ojo is basically, um, when you have a child because they can't speak or defend themselves, they don't have the ability to ward off evil spirits. So Mm -hmm. if you see Mexican babies that have a red string bracelet on their hands, there's typically some type of a, um, a seed in the middle of it. Let me pull up my notes here. Um, so it's, it's really, it's not polite to look or stare at babies without touching them. No. Sorry, ma'am. I have to touch your baby. I was just looking at it for a minute and I know that's disrespectful. (laughs) Yeah. So this lady, she's writing a blog. She's like, I'm as an American, um, obviously we are very big on personal space. Don't touch my baby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like, oh, how lovely the baby, but don't touch the baby. But here in Mexico, if you compliment a baby without touching it, it could lead to the baby receiving mal de ojo, which is essentially an envious mm. look spirit. So if you say like, oh, that's such a cute baby, they can't tell if it's actually genuine or evil. So if it's evil, it'll come in and it'll give your baby a sickness interesting yeah so you say oh such a cute baby on the head or the arms and that's how they know it's genuine and you're not giving the baby evil spirits oh man that's that is very interesting because i've seen a lot of cute babies and i feel bad because i haven't been touching them so i wonder if that's a thing like yes just strangers can just touch your baby i know they're much less worried about that type of stuff here though as far as like you mean like random people touching you? Yeah. <laughs> um, so there's there's kind of a way to prevent mal de ojo. So mal de ojo is, is a sickness. They say it's like a cold or like getting diabetes as a child. Like it's physical ailments, like whether constant crying or diarrhea or vomiting. Like if you take your baby to the doctor and they can't figure out a cure, then they say your baby has mal de ojo and there's a certain treatment that you can do per the ancient, you know, rituals and stuff like that. Um, But what you can do is have a bracelet, a red bracelet. And they say the color red is strong enough so it will attract the negative spirits of the whoever's staring at your baby or giving false terms of endearment. Um, Hmm. So the red will absorb it and there's also an eye it's like a deer eye or a reindeer eye. It's a bead, essentially, mm-hmm. but they call it the eye. And they say after the eye, the color of it fades away, after, then it's time to replace it because it's it's, it's full. used up. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's used and it's, and it's fold up. But I thought it was interesting because when I was Googling some of the bracelet, it kind of, some of them have the eye of that crazy eye, that silver medallion looking thing, the, <clears throat> like the Greek eye. Mm-hmm. Some of the bracelets have that on them. And then some of them have like the deer eye on it. Um, but yeah, so, and they, so if you take your baby to the doctor and they can't figure out, then mal de ojo. yeah, the treatment for the mal de ojo is you, you circle a raw egg above the baby, like, mm-hmm. and you can, there's a couple different versions. So one of them, you can, you can put the raw egg under the baby's pillow or child's pillow or around the baby while it's sleeping. Um, or 
you can, the other version is that you crack the egg and drop it into some water. And basically how the egg cooks is being heated up by the bad spirits and the bad temperature inside the baby's body. You mean like make egg drop soup? I guess. That's how you, you're like, <laughs> all right, what you're going to do is boil some water. <laughs> yeah, but there's no <laughs> boiling of water. It's in the cold water. And if oh. the egg cooks, then it was because the baby was was hot inside from the evil spirits. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Wow, I wonder if the egg has, has ever cooked in the I I know. Water. Yeah, well, I don't know. Some so, some very interesting traditions. Yeah, they... they uh, Hispanic people believe in some very uh, strange things. I know they are believers in like the way you get sick. One of the ways you get sick is from the change in the weather, like getting a cold from you being hot and then being cold. Oh, you mean like change of weather, like going out with wet hair, like and then you're cold. Yeah, instead of like getting a virus, it's like. Oh, you know, you must have been in Canada while it was snowing and now yeah. you're back in Mexico you where it's warm. Been, like, I yeah, because I don't know how cold it gets here often, but uh, in Playa, not ever. No. But yeah, so they believe in some, some very funky stuff. Well, but I wouldn't say that. I feel like I heard that growing up. Oh, yeah. My parents would tell me like, that. Oh, shit put all a the jacket time. on, you're going to catch a cold. I yeah. feel like that's a very normal reaction. I don't know. It is a normal reaction. I would agree. My parents would always tell me when it came out after a basketball game and I was all sweaty. They're like, hey, we put jacket on coming outside. Like, you don't want that. Is that not true, though? Is that not how you catch a cold? I don't think so. I'm pretty sure you get colds from viruses. Or bacteria yeah. or something. It's not just like, I got real oh. cold and now I have a cold. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I always thought that's kind of how you contracted colds. <laughs> it is. Well, that's because you're a dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought the same thing. <laughs> What's up? What's up? You have selected. I love 90s. I love 90s. I love 90s. Do you love the 90s? Of course, who doesn't? There were some real bangers from things in the 90s that I... I'm going to say ball busters. Real ball busters? <laughs> there were some real bangers, bangers. Some barn burners. She's <laughs> <laughs> such a loser sometimes, I swear <laughs> to God. Bar- that did not, barn burner did not fit that. <laughs> barn burner is like a close game or something. <laughs> Jesus, you guys see what I'm married to? <clears throat> so frustrating sometimes. <laughs> it's coming out with the bead stuff. All right, let me have it. Anyways, do you have anything off the top of your head that you loved from the nineties? Um, I know we talked about a bunch of movies last time mm-hmm. that came out in the nineties. Yes. Gosh. Uh, you, you're from the nineties. I love you. Well, I appreciate that. You know one of the best movies from the '90s, one of my all-time favorites. What is it? <coughs> it like actually Lamb, came out Land on, Before Time. No, that, that was a great one. Don't hate on Land Before Time. 
I heard the sarcasm in your voice, <laughs> fucking asshole. Who's it, Van Before Time? Who's it, Ducky, Littlefoot, Petrie? Asshole. No, I'm talking about Space Jam. Oh. The original Space Jam. Go to the Space Jam. And R. Kelly had a track on there. I believe I can fly. And then he got in trouble. Yeah. It wasn't right after that, but, you know, he's probably pissed on people back then, too. Probably. Space Jam dropped like a classic December 25th, 1996. Of course it did. Released on Christmas. Jeez. I wouldn't expect anything less from what Michael Jordan. What a GQ <laughs> move to do. They're like, Christmas. He's like, your kids are going to want to go see this on Christmas. Do movies still come out on Christmas? I, um. There aren't Christmas movies? Oh, you know what? I think it was Thanksgiving. Maybe it was, was it Christmas? One of those holidays, my family would always go to the movies. Really? Yeah. Or like Christmas Eve. I think it was Christmas Eve. We would go to the movies. You had a family tradition of going to the movies before a major holiday and you don't remember it? <clears throat> no, I'll have to actually ask my mom about that. <laughs> but I remember because my mom and I would always go see the Santa Claus movies. And then I remember when my brothers came to Oregon in 2008, we all went and saw Seven Pounds, which is a very sad movie, Will Smith, when we saw that Christmas Eve. And I'm like, I can't think of how, like, another reason of why we would have went there if it wasn't some type of ongoing thing. I don't know. I'll have to ask my mom. I, I talked to her today, and I didn't even think about asking her anything about my past. <laughs> I'll have to write some questions. Okay. Down. Write that down right now. So Space Jam. Welcome instant, to the Space Instant classic. If you didn't like or you saw Space Jam, obviously, right? We had it on VHS. Did you really? <clears throat> as you guys know, as listeners, that's a real fucking surprise because Amanda didn't watch any movies growing <laughs> up. She doesn't watch any movies now. She only watches The Office. And sports. And Football, sports. UFC. And then we watched the parent test. You know, it was also awesome in the 90s. And you, you have had to have taken place or not taken place. Take. <coughs> wow. You haven't coughed like in a couple of days. <coughs> and maybe it was maybe you got a fish stuck in your throat from earlier. <coughs> Speaking of those fish, um, I don't know if we talked about this. Um, I think I told my mom, but we didn't talk about it yet on the podcast. But the little fishies would eat. Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about that on the podcast. <laughs> Eat the little dead skin off of your body. And She's talking about the fish in the cenote. In the cenote today. Oh, man. <clears throat> I was trying Excuse to kill me. some time, but... Um. Yeah, way to, way to fill in there, because <laughs> previously, when we would have been doing the podcast, you would have just been quiet and looked at me. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, this is super awkward. I'm trying to get better. Oh, we cut the air off, and now I'm getting hot. I know. That's right. We don't have a ton more to go. But what I was saying was you had to take part in Peter Piper Pizza and Chuck E. Cheese. Yes, definitely. Those places, I fucking loved those places growing up. I wasn't a big on playing video games, but I liked playing those type of games. I don't even remember the difference between There was no part. difference. Okay, there was Peter Piper Pizza and there was Chuck E. Cheese. Maybe one had higher quality uh, pizza or food or something but i'm pretty I sure they were both love the pizza. video games 
Video games were my shit. That, and I would always, whenever I got my tickets, I would buy so many of those little flavored Tootsie Rolls. Oh, yeah, you The flavored like Tootsie Rolls. I fucking love those. And that's why when we go to Winco, I'm like, yes. oh, man, look at those. <laughs> I would try and buy them the by vanilla the vanilla ones are the best. <laughs> not those ones, not those ones. I'm talking oh. about the smaller ones that are like blue and... Yeah, the blue not, vanilla Not ones. blue vanilla, oh. blue raspberry. I'm talking about the little tiny ones. Oh, I like, don't. I never bought candy. I bought those ninjas that had the parachutes oh, attached to them, so I would throw them off the Ninjas, stairs. army men, yeah. You're just like, what's the highest thing I can get to? Where is that baby being thrown from? <laughs> 30 feet. That's pretty. Oh, my God. <laughs> travel over there and throw my army man parachute Wait, off in, in our house, so we, we had a tri-level. So hmm. there was like two, there was like a full set of stairs and then a half set of stairs. So I would go to the very top and just. Doop. And then no. run down the stairs, and you would always, and you would, if you would have actually bought that uh, ninja parachute guy, it would have been like fifty cents, and you paid like eighteen dollars worth it of tickets. tickets. <laughs> but that shit was so much fun. Yeah, I never bought candy at those things, though. I only bought things. Wow. Clutter. That's because you didn't have a sweet tooth back then. No, I no definitely. Definitely yeah, did not. <laughs> My little trinkets. Yep. Oh. But that, that was a great time. I, I'd i like to maybe start a debate because I'm pretty sure I went to both pretty evenly. They were pretty, you know, there was a good amount of Peter Piper pizzas and Chuck E. Cheese's throughout the greater Gilbert area. So growing up going to birthday parties i often remember going to those and then started going for mine as i became like a teenager kind of early teens went to gameworks at the mall mm-hmm. at arizona mills and that was like bigger kids games yeah like, that was like a little bit more violent like yeah. so i remember going there for like three years in a row oh really i yeah, i think i only went time. to gameworks like twice in my life it was awesome it was really fun yeah i worked in the mall i had th- like three jobs in that mall and I didn't really go to GameWorks. Yeah, I would imagine. I, I If I had three jobs at the mall, I don't think I would want to be at the mall much longer. <laughs> I worked every single day except uh, Christmas Day. This also, another another big one. Huge part of, I think, every child in the 90s. Just Nationwide or just Arizona? No, every every kid nationwide. And that was... Power Rangers. Oh, fuck yeah. Power Rangers were the absolute shit. I can't tell you how many times I was a Power Ranger for Halloween, but I can tell you there was a lot of times where I was Power Ranger and it wasn't Halloween. I mean, (laughs) I fucking love dressing up in those outfits. You had like the original ones were the Green Ranger, who was like the lead. Then you had the Blue Ranger, the Black Ranger, the Chicks, Red the Ranger, and then the chicks. Yellow and pink. The yellow and pink. And then later when they made like another movie, for, for a while the Black Ranger was black. I don't remember when he stopped being black, but that was kind of weird. Hmm. But you can hear these little dogs. Oh my God, this lady's <clears> got like 12 out. dogs. And at various times of the day, you <laughs> They go crazy. Stupid little dogs, honey. And he was like, what is going on? But I remember the, the Green Ranger later on. <laughs> Ended up becoming like the White Ranger. They made this movie that I had the cassette tape for. And it was, uh, I don't remember what Power Rangers it was, but it had the original cast in it. 
that guy just died pretty recently. Oh, unfortunately, no, the original sad. like Green Ranger who then was the White Ranger. Yeah, real sad. Ugh, no one wants to wear white. The Asian Ranger was yellow, of course. Oh, because, really? Yeah. Oh. Asian girl was yellow. Oh, oh that's yeah, not stereotypical, but <laughs> I was a uh, I was the pink Power Ranger in kindergarten for Halloween, and then I remember when Keith sure. was in middle school, he wore my costume to school because Keith was the funny jock, and every, he wanted to put on a show constantly for everyone. It's like I'm the Pink Ranger. Yep. And I don't even know if he wore it. And I don't even know if it was Halloween. He was just like, I'm going to wear my sister's shit today because it's going to be funny. And that was that was Keith. But don't talk to my, my sister because I'll fuck you up. Yeah, in my childhood. that was He just ruined all the shit that I liked because he thought it would be funny at school. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> Last thing I have on my I Love the 90s list is... Thought I felt another cough coming. I kind of oh, do. Gosh. Growing up, I had a little, took a little poll. Uh-huh. So all of you that answered, I greatly appreciate it. Growing up, were you? I think we might have talked about this before. Were you team team in sync or team Backstreet Boys? In sync, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. One hundred percent. Hundred percent. I may have had a CD from Black Street, but I definitely had all the instincts. I said Black Street, not Black Street. Back, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I also do really do like Black I know you Street. Like Black That's Street. from That's the probably, 90s, too. Probably more Back so. Street, boys. Um, yeah, I liked Insync better. So Black Street came out in JT. 93. Yeah, if you're talking about like best person, obviously Justin Timberlake wins that hands down. Um Unfortunately, Aaron Carter recently just died. Oh. He had some issues. Yeah, poor thing. He's been battling. He was not in NSYNC, but his brother was. I believe he was in NSYNC, right? Not in Backstreet Boys? Aaron Carter? Aaron Carter's brother. His older brother? The gay one? Um, I think that was Backstreet I think it was NSYNC. If you know, let us know. Because so, NSYNC was JT, Lance, Lance Joey... Bass. I'm pretty sure. That's his brother? I think. I never heard that if it is. I don't know. I might be making shit up. <laughs> I don't know. Don't work. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, our neighbors, our crazy neighbors, the house full. Or yeah, it's got to be those people that. They walked by. Cause, yeah. So the listeners agree. They say sync, 70%, mm. 30% Backstreet Boys. Thank you to five of you who voted. You know who... <laughs> You are good friends with that said Backstreet Boys? I don't know who. Cat. I was going to say Cat too. I was going to, but I, if it wasn't her, I didn't want her to be thrown out of her mind. There's no throwing now. anybody under the bus. Backstreet Boys had some hits, yo. Yeah, they did. And then they were in that I Tide commercial. Tell me why. Tell me why. You can't get this thing. Tell out. me why. Send all your shit, Steve. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Such a weird commercial. <laughs> I remember it though. <laughs> they definitely made a comeback though. I don't think NSYNC ever made a comeback. No, because JT just spun out He's on like, his own. Girl, I'm and not coming and doing NSYNC with you guys anymore. 
And you had the oh wait no that that guy's from New Kids on the Block, where was he from Backstreet Boys, the guy that does the HGBT show Farmhouse. No, Farmhouse. he was New Kids on the Block. New Kids on the Block. Okay, he's got a little lisp. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I kind of fucked with Backstreet Boys. There's mm. something okay. about them. But a little, like a little tight competition there. Definitely, it wasn't tight. Seventy thirty. <laughs> It's a real it blowout. A little underdog. Uh, yeah, a little underdog story here. Yeah. So as I was looking up some stuff about just parenting, looking up some parenting hacks, uh, I came across this one that I definitely liked and this <clears throat> other one that was fucking Trash. horrible. And they both have to do with eating. Um, the first one is parenting hack. Simplify your meal planning uh, routine with you know, a predictable pattern. So pizza and movie Friday nights, taco Tuesdays, kind of like stuff that we would do. We had pizza on Saturday, every Saturday of my life <sighs> until I moved out that I can remember. And where did you guys go to get that pizza? Um, It was probably Rosati's. Rosati's. Pizza every Saturday, huh? That's a good way to feed because you had three kids in your family. I mean, that's a good way to feed, feed five kids. people and then my stepdad, which was a whole pizza could, for himself. Yeah, he could eat a lot. So we, uh, oh gosh, I just remember I some remember, days I being imagine though, Keith like and Shane were smashing. Yeah, pizza too. and we would get like wings too. But I just remember like one time I was like, I don't, I, I didn't eat pizza for years after I moved <laughs> out. I was like, I don't even like pizza anymore. I'd rather eat. I was eating Cocoa Puffs instead. <laughs> like, I was like, I'll fucking eat anything except pizza. And now I'm like, mmm, pizza. Um, yeah, I definitely didn't eat pizza for a long time because pizza every Saturday. Well, maybe we won't do pizza and movie night. But I like the idea of like, obviously changing it up sometimes. <laughs> but my mom used to ask us at the beginning of a week, like, hey, what do you guys want to eat this week? She would just list off some things that she likes making. Hmm. You want chili? Do you want spaghetti? Do you want this you know, type of soup? Do you want steak? Do you want all these different things? Do you want me to make enchiladas? Wow. And we would you know, pick what we want, and she would just make a... Kind of like a meal plan, essentially? Yeah, a meal plan. She's like, all right, Monday we're having spaghetti. And you know, when she'd go do all the shopping, she just knew what she needed to get. I can't imagine how much my parents had to pay for groceries back in the day, I was a, <clears throat> sorry, I was a fucking black hole when it came to eating food. I'm sure all teenage boys were, because Keith. Dude, I ate everything. And he they had always, a gallon of milk almost every day. That's insane. <laughs> that does not sound good for you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Whole milk, and 100%. Like a whole thing of waffles, like every morning, 18 waffles. <laughs> God. <laughs> That's wild. We had to buy a cow because this motherfucker was sucking right <laughs> off the tip. That's wild. But um, I, I mean, I, I get that. I didn't do it with milk. I used to fuck apple juice up, which was not good because apple juice isn't. It has a lot of sugar. It had a lot of sugar in it. Apple juice always makes you shit though. Um, yeah, I used to drink it because I was constipated a yeah, lot. As crazy. I, I didn't know. I always made you shit. I had great shits when I was young. <laughs> I wonder <laughs> why. A lot of apple juice, but. My parents would just always have so much shit in the pantry, and I can't imagine how much money they were spending. Dude, that's like Costco. That's one thing that scares me about having kids. They're so expensive. That's why I'm like, 
okay, well, we can only become more financially stable from here. So yeah, I yeah, that was one of the big things to move. It's like, all right, well, you know, if we can cheapen our cost of living in any way possible, that gives us a little bit more flexibility. Obviously, I'm not gonna pop out a teenager, but <laughs> yeah, it's still, still gonna ease us into this. Uh, yeah, hopefully by the time we get to Europe, <laughs> we'll be much better financially. Um, to deal with teenagers and whatnot. Gosh. Or we'll just live in Spain. And you're like, hey, go get some tapas. Saw you. A couple bucks here and there. Yep. Oh, man. Raising kids. God. I want to know how so much expensive. you guys are paying. How old is your kid? And how much are you paying in grocery bills on a weekly basis? I guess everybody buys their groceries weekly. I would hope so. Right? I mean, unless you're just buying a Pop-Tarts and mac and cheese. and Which was a lot of shit we bought when I was younger. <laughs> I mean, my parents didn't have a whole lot of rules of like, hey, you can't eat that stuff. I was super active. Yeah. Playing can, all sorts of sports. Doing you all can sorts eat of that shit, shit when you're yeah. in high school. You could eat anything. My mom, we literally, she was known as the Pop-Tart queen. Like, our house had every flavor of fucking pop The OG Pop-Tarts. God, fucking brown sugar dude, that is was my the favorite. worst, my dude. My favorite brown sugar. And Somewhere then you heat down. up a little bit of butter, or you put it in the toaster, and then you put a little butter on there, and it tastes like cinnamon toast. That's funny because you don't like when I put I, butter on things. I, I'm like, oh, I love butter. My dad taught me that. Yeah, trick, that David. actually sounds pretty good. It was good. But yeah, for the most part, I mean, growing up, you could eat anything. Now, some of these kids these days are eating anything and not doing Not shit. doing, yeah. Then they're getting... There's nothing I thick. like less than seeing overweight children yeah fat kids that's upsetting yeah like well hopefully you can they got that bad spirit they didn't get that that bracelet with that you got some bad spirits going on oh boy anyways the second one so that was the parenting hack which was setting that kind of like okay yeah taco tuesday pizza the the second thing was switch up the dinner routine for fun. Eat dinner under the table or on a picnic blanket in the family room. I can get the picnic blanket in the family room. There's not a fucking chance I'm eating dinner oh my God. under the table. What table am I going to fit under? <laughs> like, one, I can barely sit cross-legged because my flexibility is below standards could you imagine if our, our kid was like hey i'm gonna have so-and-so over for dinner and then they're like hey let's eat under the table and we're all just like where the fuck did you learn that no man we're not doing that <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what you guys do at your house but we don't do that dumb shit here oh my gosh maybe maybe if we had a the picnic table, in the backyard would be cute let's eat on the patio tonight i'm not eating under the table i'd have to lay down <laughs> I just thought that was such a dumb... Let's eat on our bed. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I eat on the bed. I used to eat in my room all the time. Oh, God, I never eat in my room. Difference between us. Jeez, so strict. And I made my bed every morning and my room was always clean. I made my bed most mornings and my room was usually pretty clean. You know whose room was really clean that I knew? Even as we grew older? Zach. It's because he's gone to... <laughs> jail oh zach oh that zach i was yeah. thinking of it's because he's going yeah. to jail so he's like hey there's I, certain things that always <laughs> need to be done these things always need to be in the right places i'm like eh, touch a little something they're nice yeah that in the military will yeah, have you making true. beds all right well i need to come up with a drop for these next couple of weeks because it's time to get into the parent test 
Oh. This is specifically about the new show that we've been watching. And you guys are going to get a little longer podcast this week because... Probably in the next couple of weeks. Sorry, guys. Like, yeah. this show was... is so fascinating. Um, so, if you don't know, the show's on Hulu. Yeah. Um, I don't know where else it's at. I don't, I've only seen advertise on Hulu Yeah, but so it's far. on Hulu. Um, but, yeah, it's... it's it's 11 episodes it's one season it's, it's 11 10 episodes 10 or 11 episodes um they're about 45 minutes each around there and what they do is they they took 12 families or 12 parents with different parenting styles and then i think we kind of briefly brought this up last week but they have four families in the front they run through two different tests or they show two different like tests that they did on each family and as then, far as like situational things, so whether it be, uh, you know, teaching your kid how to get out of a maze or <clears throat> seeing if you can build confidence in them enough to jump off a, a dive, a high dive. Yeah. So each of the, different things like that. Yeah. But each of the tests, it's not more, it's not necessarily what the test is physically. It's what the test shows out, about yeah. your parenting style and how it adapts them in the future and stuff like that so mm-hmm. um yeah super crazy show very emotional very emotional um, especially as i can't imagine what it would be if we were parents but as non-parents looking to become parents yeah it hit a lot of like just all the feels good yeah. and bad i mean very eye-opening we're going through it so we watched it already all the way through mm-hmm. we're going to watch it again break down an episode every week um for the yeah. next 10 weeks but i would highly suggest checking it out whether you're a parent or not um if you ever want to become a parent yeah and it's also kind of interesting to think about like what what kind of parent that you want to be if you're not a parent yet um and just kind of reflecting on the parent style that you had growing up and how it's affected your life um yeah. I, I think the show is awesome if you have any I mean, even if you're not, I guess if you're trying to become a parent, obviously, but if you're not trying to become a parent, I don't know, maybe for yourself, I don't know. It was a really good show. I mean, it may open your eyes to some things about how your parents parented you. And and how you perceive others. And and why you are the way you are. So I think everybody should watch it because it was a great show. Mm -hmm. But real quick, I'm going to run over the 12 different types of parenting styles. And then the first episode they delved into four different parenting styles uh, each you know they do four and four and then four more mm-hmm. so the first one is routine the second one is new age and i'll go into more detail on the first four that we're going to talk about today um so again the first one is routine the second one is new age the third one is intensive the fourth one is natural fifth is free range Sixth is high achievement. Seventh is strict. Eighth is negotiation. (coughs) (laughs) There he goes. Ninth is discipline. Ten is traditional. Eleven is child led. And twelfth is helicopter. Yeah. So what I imagine they did was gather each family and be like, hey, what? word or style do you think best represents the way that you parent your kids because a lot of these had similarities to them but i think 
for the sake of the show, they wanted to focus on like, hey. Labels. Yeah. Let's label this. And, you know, again, that's how you make TV entertaining. Yeah, everything. exactly. Um, but so the whole point of this show in general, they wanted to figure out what style of parent provides emotionally whole children that can build successful relationships and have a close family unit. Um, and that will raise children who are able to navigate the world successfully. <clears throat> I'll definitely tell you that after watching the entire season that I think multiple of these parenting styles can do exactly that. Yeah. Um, when we got to the last episode and they had to pick the one winner out of the three finalists, um, and one of the finalists couldn't end up making it, so the fourth place person stepped into the third place, uh, I was just like, man, I could see any of these styles being a style that could be the winner because they're all really good. I mean, these. Yeah, there was only, I think, like two or three styles that I was flat out like, I don't like that. Yeah, that's, that's not a good idea. But yeah. all the other one, I was like, oh, I could see that. I could see yeah. that. I could see that. So let's start with, you know, the first episode and the first <clears throat> the first four styles. So just going to give you a little rundown on the styles and we'll talk a little bit more about the episode. So routine, um, this was done by a, a gay couple, two guys with two six-year-old boys. Um, and this, the idea of a routine was to create structure that kids can rely on and trust. Um, they have great self-talk with the kids. They had a point system, which some people didn't particularly like. Uh, and point system came to like doing chores. You got points for those type of things. And you could use those points to get basically iPad time. Any every kid these days wants time with their electronics. So you could get iPad time. Um, and I thought that was pretty interesting because I feel like we had a similar point system for doing chores and stuff when I was younger. Oh, really? As far as like getting your allowance and stuff. Well, you didn't have allowance. I just had to help clean. Damn. Well, that would be something interesting to talk about. The, the thought of the idea of allowance versus doing what you're just supposed to be doing, playing your part in the family and like, hey, you got to pull your fucking weight too. Yeah, my role every Saturday, I cleaned all of the glass. So we had a glass top table and then the backyard door and then all the windows. And then I would empty all the trash. I absolutely hate cleaning glass because <laughs> it always seems to streak. And it's just so upsetting. Uh, okay, so the second one was New Age. And that was a Muslim wife, uh, biggest tits ever, and a Christian dad who mm -hmm. used to be Christian and the wife used to be like really Muslim. She's Those are the families the that they yeah. grew up in, but they're not now. Nina's going to do her 30 <laughs> minutes of drinking water. I don't now. even know if she's had any water today. Yeah, we've been gone for a little bit. Yeah. Um, so house. new age, uh, they have three kids, girl, boy, girl. Um, with a new age, it's like be risky. Talk about what they want. Empower your kids. Be fun. flexible. Yeah. Um, they were big on. Big fun. on just love and fun and just letting their kids be themselves. Mm -hmm. uh, the third type was intensive, and that was a Chinese couple. Uh, somewhat younger Chinese woman and a somewhat older Chinese man. Yeah. Um, and their whole thing <clears throat> was with intensive, you got to win. It's all about winning. And we know that from, you know. Yeah. History of. Amanda definitely knows that from teaching Chinese kids uh, English. English. 
but the idea was to maximize potential. And they had a six-year-old daughter, and it just seems like they expect a lot out of her mm-hmm. with that with that style. It was very intense. Uh, and then the fourth one is natural, and that was just a, a white couple um, from they have a farm. Yeah, they live on a farm, and the whole idea of natural is just go at the child's pace. Uh, they said that they had a stillborn daughter at 39 weeks old, and that really like changed their mindset on what being they valued, parents, yeah. being parents, what was important. Um, so there's they're really big on, you know, they don't want to overstress the kids. They want the kids to just go have fun, get dirty, be kids, um, tons of quality time with their kids and, you know, focus on building confidence in them. So those are the four styles that we're going to focus on in the first episode. Yep. So they did two different challenges. Um, the first one was a, um, so, so by the way, when they get the challenges, they get sent as a text message. So the children are aware that there's a challenge for mm-hmm. the most part. Um, some of them, they weren't, but that's later on in the show. But for these ones, it was very much like you read the text out loud. The kids know what the challenge are or challenge is. Um, so the first one, it was a high dive test on a, in a swimming pool. So they had to, the, the test was not necessarily about. Is your kid going to jump? Yeah, it wasn't necessarily about if they were going to jump, but it was more so of how you as a parent are interacting with your child when it comes to their fears and kind of navigating through their emotions and having the talk about giving up versus, or is this just something that you're flat out not ready to do, stuff like that. Obviously, there are these kids of all ages on the show, so I think some of it may be, oh, age-related, yeah. Nina. Nina. Thanks, Nina. Goes, goes camera one. <laughs> She's Shouldn't just be been walking around sniffing everything. Anyways. <laughs> Do you want me to get it? Mm, no. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so the, the new age couple, their daughter... So if there's more than one child, just one kid will go up there. So they focus just on the one kid. And that daughter was like, nope, did a little finger snap. Yeah, I'm not daughter. going up there. And so the dad was like, okay, what if I go? And she was like, no, hell not no. Not happening. Nope. And it was a pretty high jump. Too. It was I mean, so high. It had there's to be. no way I would ever do that. It had to be at least 20 feet. Um, at least I wouldn't even jump off the 15 feet today. There's definitely no way. Well, you know what? The, my kind of thought process though, like if I knew it was a challenge, like if, if we were on a TV show and you got a text, I was like, Hey, Amanda needs to jump off this thing. I probably would have done that today. Like, yeah. but okay. I can overcome that in that. And that's why I wanted to make sure that the kid, I do you guys that were listening, were aware that the kids knew that this was a challenge. Um, but they may have. Only one kid brought it up. Yeah. And so they, the, uh, they decided, you know, she's like, I'm not doing it. And they're like, okay, and no, like, no worries. Yeah, we're not going to push you. And the mom ended up saying, I wouldn't push my kid. I wouldn't make my kid do something that I wouldn't have done myself. And, you know, she might have been afraid of heights as well. And so she was like, I wouldn't do that. If my kid doesn't want to do it, they don't have to do it. Yeah. So that was that. And that was, you know, again... And then they have their little discussion about like, oh, were you letting him off too easy? Like, and then other ones were like, I wouldn't 
force my kid to do that either. So Yeah, because the idea is the four in the front that are being talked about are being judged by the eight parents in the back, the Mm -hmm. eight sets of parents in the back, Mm -hmm. and they pick who out of the three or out of the four, which three move on to the next week and which one style has to, you know, go home or just basically just they just sit in the back and they just remain a judge for the rest of the show so with that um yeah the girl didn't jump and you know again you're not here to make your kids do things that they don't want to i thought they could have maybe tried to challenge her a little bit more i only saw that one i wouldn't even call it a diving board it was just a platform i would have maybe tried to work up work up to it yeah a bit. yeah like the other family did yeah but uh yeah so not not much to say on that as far as who was next the uh, intensive the intensive family so the the chinese uh couple with their little six-year-old girl super high achiever everything like that um they went and did the high dive challenge this was a a, a much lower one but still it was probably about 12 to, you know, probably about 12 feet. So (coughs) the mom was like, you know, on her, like, go out there. No, go. Don't think. You can do it. Don't think. Just do it. Go. Go. You can do it. Go. Like, you won't be cold if you just jump in the water. And the little girl was up there shaking, uh, all scared. Her dad was in the pool trying to talk her, Mm -hmm. you know, coach her into it and everything. She stood out there for a while. And the mom was just like... No, go. You don't have a choice. Like, you need to jump. And then the dad eventually was like, get off the board. And then, like, it showed a clip. Turn around, go back. Yeah, showed a clip of him up there saying, like, hey, I know things are scary the first time. Like, I'm scared of a lot of things the first time that I do them. And then I realize that it's not scary. Um, But, you know, it's okay type of thing. So I I think that she's definitely the hard ass and he's more of the sentimental one. She's definitely the hard ass. Yeah, but... um, she so, ended up not jumping either. Yeah, no. Um, and then... And then you had the... Routine. Yeah, routine, which is the gay couple, uh, the two gentlemen. And they have the two little six-year-old boys. And they went also to a like high platform jump, basically the same as the first girl. Mm-hmm. And I thought theirs was really unique because they I walked in. I liked theirs. Yeah, for sure. That was the, the best one. They they walked in and the kids were like, oh, man, I don't know about this. This looks crazy. And they get up there and they're like, oh, man, I don't know. I got to think about this. This is pretty wild. It's it's really high. Um, <clears throat> and then the dad like sat down on the ground with him, like literally sat down and was like, hey, it's OK. You can have time to think about it. You yeah. know, this is totally your decision. I'm not going to make you do something you don't want to do. But sometimes. Sometimes it's kind of cool to do something crazy, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, so they just kind of encouraged them, really talked them up. Uh, you know, that self-talk was big with them. And the one son ended up jumping. Um, he's like, I want to win the challenge. You know, yeah, I want this to happen. So he jumped and, you know, they were super proud of him. And then the other brother, he was like, oh, man, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't know. And he talked to him about it as well. And then. He's like, you know what? Just stop talking to me. He's like, no problem. I'll step back. He's like, and you hear his Hyped little himself. brother. Yeah, you hear his little brother. You can do it. You got it. Or, you know, whatever he said. I believe in you. I believe in you. And he says some little thing to himself and yeah, starts like pumping his arm. Powered up like a super saiyan. Yeah. 
and then he runs and he jumps off of it. Um, and it was, it was a really powerful moment. Uh, just, you know, having that support and motivation and encouragement from them in that way. And I think one of the girls later on ended up one of the moms, uh, of one of the other children when they were watching that stuff ended up breaking down a little bit being like, Hey, you know, I wish I had dads is awesome as you growing up because yeah. I really could have used that type of. And that's where it starts to get in the feels. Cause even just talking about it right now is making my eyes water. <laughs> yeah. It's just get you to think about your parents and the stuff that they did for you and how they, you know, hopefully it was a positive for you. Yeah. Hopefully hers was a very negative situation. So hopefully, yeah. The, uh, the woman that was talking about mm-hmm. it. Yeah, exactly. And then the last one was the natural uh, couple. So their daughter, I think was also like six years old and, they were on smaller, look, look like substantially smaller diving boards. But well, as yeah. soon as she saw it, she was like. No mm. way. Yeah. And then so they, they worked up. They had her jump off the little ones and they're like, oh, well, goggles make you stronger. And she's like, yeah. So they gave her some goggles like, OK, you got your magic goggles on. You can do it. And so they kind of had her work her way up and the various heights. Um, but they did a lot of good, really good motivating self-talk for her too. Like, Hey, I'm so proud of you. You're doing awesome. You got this. And the dad was in the pool really, you know, coaching her up too. the mom was on the side you mm-hmm. know, yelling things to her, nice things. And she ended up jumping off and, you know, did great. And again, just very positive affirmations. Un- unlike what it felt, the intensive, the Chinese couple was yeah. with their, at least her mom was like, hey, go. No, you got this. Just do it. Like, stop thinking about it. Go. Do it. Like, do it. Do it. Whereas there was no coaching there. It was just me telling you to do something. Um, yeah. And I, I knew right off the bat that I didn't like that style of parenting. Um, just because, you know, it seems like all the ta- focus is on the achievement and not on like your kid just enjoying yeah their or even life, being, being a a, even having the ability to express their emotion and i think that's kind of a, a, a big issue that some of the other people in the in the um the families were mentioning that had that type of upbringing it was just very like if i don't achieve what my parents told me to then i was a piece of shit basically yeah. and there's no lanes of communication here like i can't really tell you like Hey, you know, this is really scary for me. Like there's no, there was no coaching. It was just like, Hey, you do this and you didn't do it. And you know, now I guess you failed. So, yeah, but you know, and that's, um, gosh, I don't know if we have time to go into the second, uh, the second one today, but there's something that I do want to say that about the show that I don't necessarily like. And it was that, Um, they obviously all TV shows do this. They cut and paste the dialogue and it doesn't necessarily make sense when they're playing it. Like the conversation will just do a complete 180, but it'll be the same rolling sent, like the same rolling sentence. And you're like, that can't be the same conversation that they just put together because some of these things aren't even related to each other. And that's yeah. something that I didn't I mean, like about the show. Tease trailers a little bit in TV like in general. Tease into the next thing that's about to happen. Yeah. They'll cut and chop stuff and they'll make 
people they'll show people making expressions after these people say something, but they may Ex- not be related at all. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's, <clears throat> that's TV, but that's like the only thing I didn't like about so some of these conversations really go sideways. I think that we can touch on the the last thing because that one was really easy as far as so the the second challenge was yes day, and it was just like hey what you know you have to say yes to what your kids want to do. Mm-hmm. The new age family, their kids were like those kids do a lot of what they want to do shit anyways anyways but they're like you know let's do some of the forbidden stuff they ask can we eat in your bed um and wear your clothes wear your clothes and you know your makeup and stuff and obviously the family said yes they could but they said yes in a way that was like hey you better respect our shit um because if not you're not going to be able to use or do these type of things again so without having to say no they said yes, but, yeah, they but were, their, kids with underst- caution. their kids understood it. <laughs> yeah. So I thought that was very interesting that the kids respected them enough to know like, okay, you know, we still got boundaries here. Yeah. Um, as far as the routine couple, they just, their kids just wanted to get on the iPads. As soon as they said that, they're like, iPad, I want to get on the iPad. Yeah. And Told them to go into the bathroom. Yeah. They're like, go in the bathroom for 10 minutes. Um, that one, I, I still, I want to learn I don't even know how I would learn more, but I want to know more of the backstory of because they were like, hey, this is a yes day and all you want to do is on an iPad. Like, what else do you want to do? And one of the kids was like, I want to slap your face. And so he ended up slapping him. But then they ended up they had a conversation afterwards that was not on camera, but they was like the dad saying like, yeah, I talked to the child and was like, hey, you kind of hurt me like. That wasn't necessarily a good thing. You shouldn't resort to violence, that type of thing. Um, that one was the only thing that really shocked me. But I don't know the, the, the I don't know more to the story of that. Yeah, it was like, oh, I want to hit you in the face, and then he's like, you really want to hit me in the face? And I was <coughs> like, yeah. So he slapped him. Yeah, he gave him a little slap, and you know, it was a six-year-old slapping him. Yeah, like yeah, he exactly. It slapped him or anything, but <laughs> he definitely, you know, slapped him a little bit, and he's like, you know, that that really hurt. So. People viewed that very poorly. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Every, and then, you know, everybody was like, there's no way. My kids know you're not slapping me. Um, you know, you know, putting your hands on me that that crossed the line. And then you had the you want to take the intensive and the natural. Uh, yeah, sure. So the intensive, basically all the daughter wanted to do was play by herself because she has constantly been given so many. Tasks to do like oh, you got to practice this for 10,000 hours and you got to do this and you got to do this and there's dance and there's piano and <clears throat> all this stuff. So when she had her yesterday, all she did was literally went downstairs by herself and played like a normal child because her mom said there's not really a lot of playtime in their house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and everyone was like, yeah, I could see that. Um, okay. Mom's like, she doesn't want to play with me because I'm not fun. It's like. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to do something that's learning 100 Percent of I want to be a kid sometimes. Yeah, she's like in six. Um, and then the natural, um, the first thing they said was no phones today. And I thought that was going to go a different way uh, because they said no phones. And I assume like, oh, they're on their phones a lot. Maybe they are. Maybe they aren't. But then what they wanted to do was 
blow up a pool outside and play outside. Yeah, just play on the swings, you know, get a, a blow-up pool and just, just hang out, out with their parents. Yeah, play outside with their parents. So um, the New Age and the Natural kids wanted to hang out with their parents on the free day, and then Intensive wanted to be by themselves, and the Routine kind of wanted to be by themselves. But they also have a lot of structure, and it was fun for them to kind of just do nothing yeah. So. And the iPads is interesting that they were the only ones that wanted. Well, the little girl, the uh, intensive girl. intensive girl ended up playing like on her little video game. Yeah. Game boy thing. But yeah, I thought that was uh, it's it's a great show. Yeah. Highly suggest checking it out because uh, we we definitely learned a lot about ourselves, the style of parenting we want to have, how there's really just a mix of. A bunch of those parenting styles. Yeah, and I think it's an important discussion to have, too, before we're pregnant, if kind of to make sure that we really are on the same page, because we can easily say, like, oh, yeah, I I favor this. But when you're actually looking at 12 different types of people and saying, like, okay, well, I like this of this, or how would you have reacted to this situation? Um, I, th- I think it's a really... Yeah, good. where's where's spanking play and where like where are these things yeah. that are big factors in yeah, exactly. having children? Where do they what what is your opinion yeah, on Yeah, exactly. So I I really enjoy the conversations that this show has brought up and also just kind of the eye opening levels to it. And it gets a lot better. There's a lot more conversations that we'll be having about this mm-hmm. um as the next nine weeks progress. But uh until then, episode fifteen. Great job. Hey, so thanks for hanging in there, guys. Yeah, it was a long <laughs> one today. You guys got well over an oh hour. Oh, my gosh. Hour and 36 minutes, 37 minutes. So uh, hope you enjoy a long one. Hopefully it wasn't too dry for you. But uh, we're going to find a way to get back into this parenting <laughs> stuff. You guys got some treats ahead of you. Treats. It's been fun. Trying to parent podcast, episode 15. As always, dead Love ass. You. Love you too, baby. <laughs>